Oh, the days are getting longer here in Crapper Creek, Alaska. Uh, it was actually light when I when I drove into the cabin, and it's going to be light again when I leave the cabin this evening, which is very rare for us here, so we're very excited. Great show for you this week. We're going to look at things that are either sexy or are they painful. We're going to look at stupid new dating apps, another episode of Fuck My Life, plus tips to get the guy next to you to shut the fuck up. We'll visit the four-day work week throw down a foodie roundup, some nerd news, and we ask just how sexy are we, Fairbanks? Really? All that this week on the podcast. Live from Crapper Creek, Alaska, the podcast. Uh, I don't know if you caught this last week. We mentioned the fact that the inventor of the cell phone, the dude is like 92 now. He kind of pulled a William Shatner on SNL. Remember when uh, William Shatner hosted SNL? That was probably 15 years ago, at least. Maybe 20. But he plays himself at a Star Trek convention, and he just gets up to the mic and goes, People, my God, it was a TV show that ran for three years. Get a life already. (laughs) Quite an eye-opener for, I think, a lot of Trekkies. What? (laughs) What? Well, that's kind of what the inventor of the cell phone did. They're asking about about his his invention. He says, I have it. And I look at it, but what happened? He said, people, put down the phone. Get a life already. Put down the phone. I think he actually regrets inventing it. Maybe a little. Get a life already. I mean, if all you're doing is staring at your phone or going to con- Star Trek conventions, you need to get a life. Or if like your co-workers, if you work at Taco Bell and they nicknamed you the lifer. Mm. Has it been four days and you're still crying because your favorite character got killed off on Stranger Things? You need to get alive. Oh, you know how Serena Williams gets tennis elbow? Yeah, you get bong elbow. If you get bong elbow, it's time to get alive. Let me guess, your last major purchase you made with Dave and Buster tickets. Oh, Lord. If your freezer is like full of pizza rolls, your dresser is full of nothing but pajama bottoms, and your bed is full of cats, get a friggin' life. And if you know for a fact who would win in a fight between Voldemort and Darth Vader, do I need to say it? The only eye contact you've made with a woman is the Macy's mannequin in the window. I think she was hot for you, too. Let me guess your idea of aiming higher is basically to relocate from the parents' basement to the attic. Get a life. I only listen to PBS. Get a life! Come over to the dark side and rock out with us. I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, hanging in the cabin. How are you? Oh, I had to get the coffee going today and everything. It was just kind of... But now that we have Horizon Services helping us with our outhouse needs, the outhouse is so disgusting here. It was just nasty. I was always embarrassed. I've had the governor here, right? I've had famous people in the cabin going, oh, yeah, I need to use your bathroom. Then I got to do this really embarrassing. Oh, yeah. Hope you like stalagmites, or is it stalactites? I think it's stalag. 
Right. Anywho, uh, no longer an issue. Uh, thanks to Horizon Services. I got one of their uh, really deluxe uh, porta potty units out there. It's awesome. It smells good. It's clean. It's nice. I'm no longer embarrassed. So feel free to come out to Crapper Creek and poop anytime with me. I wonder if they do side by side units, like two in one, you know, couples. <laughs> anyway, uh, I was looking over, you know, because those are the little things that made, uh, it made me happy. I got a new, <laughs> I got a new outhouse. I'm really happy. It's the simple things in life sometimes, right? Yeah, sometimes little things can turn your whole day around, or maybe half a day anyway. They had a poll recently uh, looking at uh, just little things that make us happy and how long that happiness boost lasts. Like a cold beer on a hot day. They figured out it, uh, that, that the happiness lasts for about three hours, 17 minutes. Now, if you're drinking beers the whole time, it'll probably end up happier for a few hours after that. But then after that, it won't be so happy. Receiving a compliment works. Uh, it keeps you happy, happy for about three and a half hours. That's always good. Eating chocolate. I don't like chocolate, so that does nothing for me. Having a totally clean house, that does it. And it says it lasts for about three and a half hours. Actually, it lasts as long as the house is clean. Finishing a workout. Oh, that's a good one. I've always said, uh, nobody ever left the gym going, gosh, I wish I hadn't done that. Getting a really good deal on something that lasts about three hours, 39 minutes. Playing with your pet. The happiness from that lasts almost four hours. Or when your significant other says, I love you. Oh, here's a good one. Number three, your favorite team winning a big game. Being a Red Sox, a Celtics fan, also Seahawks. Especially the Seahawks when they only play once a week. That happiness lasts well into like Wednesday. So I'm not going to be a happy a lot this year. If you've seen the Seahawks. I'm not going to be happy through Wednesday very often this year. Uh, booking a vacation. That lasts about four and a half hours. Just booking it. Not actually going on. But going, yeah, I got me a vacation. And number one, spending quality time with your family. That's about four hours and 33 minutes. And that's very nice. But then there's always those things you're kind of ashamed to admit actually making you happy. Come on, you know it's true, like kicking your kid's ass in Candyland. I know they're all upset, but come on, there's some satisfaction there. Skipping church. Oh, it's a good feeling. Or YouTube videos where someone takes something serious and adds fart sounds. Those are always fun. Oh, here's one. You won't admit, but seeing a, somebody's sweet BMW, but it's covered in bird poop. Oh, I love that. You go to Costco and you scam a second, third, or even fourth sample from the Costco lady by simply faking interest in the product. Ooh, those are good. Where's the box? Let me look at those. I might have to maybe, hmm, yeah. Oh, here's one I got to enjoy this summer. High school reunions where everyone's fat, bald, and divorced. <laughs> Especially all the ones that used to be think they were so cool and they're the big jocks. And I was this skinny little punk. Yeah, now, now who's laughing? Watching a person meltdown after vending machine eats their dollar. Not when it's you, but when it's somebody else. Oh, it's funny as hell. Canceled weddings. Oh, any kind of canceled weekend plans sometimes. The only thing better than making weekend plans is than canceling them. And finally, every single show on Bravo. Shut up. You know, you watch him. Just shut up. Well, I think this is a perfect time of the morning. For a foodie roundup. I'm hungry. How about you? I'm buying. Yeah! All right. Every week we love to take a, a little stab at the food news. See what's out there. Uh, you're now able to buy Wendy's famous chili in a can. <laughs> you won't, but you can. 
For what it's worth, the chili at Wendy's made from leftover hamburger meat. You knew that, right? Of course you did. Related note, Red Lobster is launching its first ever line of frozen entrees. Hey. We don't even have one of those anymore. We used to, didn't we? Remember, I thought we had one. Then it was a sizzler. Then it was, I don't know, I can't keep up. Company set out to determine the most popular cuisine in the world, and uh, they engaged on social media platforms, TikTok, Instagram, Reddit, worldwide. They assessed the interaction was uh, positive or negative, and uh, surprising results. Number one, cu- cuisine, Korean food. Top by, followed by Italian, Mexican, Japanese, Indian, Chinese, Thai, Vietnamese, Filipino, and Turkish. It's unclear if these were the only 10. Some snubs, Greek, or where's Greek and Mediterranean? Spanish food or French? American food didn't make it either. Okay. Guess I could see that. Pringle flavored fake chicken fries are on the way. What do you mean fake? Morningstar Farms, company that makes uh, vegan and vegetarian food. They're putting out a new line of fake plant-based chicken fries that taste like Pringles. Uh, Kellogg's is the parent company, by the way. We're going to have scorching cheddar cheese and the original. Pringle-flavored fake chicken fries. So it's not real chicken. It, uh, plant-based Pringles. Wow. I don't like everything about that sentence. Hey, the latest Girl Scout cookie, the Raspberry Rally. It's now uh, available. Maybe. You love Girl Scout cookies. Girl Scouts have been taking orders, uh, but the Raspberry Rallies are the first online exclusive cookie. It looks like they already sold out. Though more uh, should be in stock soon. I would try it. They said they should be in stock by now because they were getting a new load over the weekend. The Raspberry Rally. Wow, popular cookie. I wonder what the least is. It's the lemon drop, you think? Brooklyn's Van Leeuwen ice cream. The people behind the mac and cheese ice cream teamed up with Potato Idaho Potato Commission. Uh-oh, nothing good can come from this. Yeah, malted milkshake and fries. It's the new ice cream flavor. All right, malted milkshake, I get. But you had to add fries. They say the flavor gives them an old-school dinner vibe. Uh-huh. Actual French fry pieces in the ice cream. Leftover French fry pieces. Boy, that... Whew. Uh, There's a tiered ranking for fast food joints that came out. They did a big study. Thousands of fast food rankings. The uh, top places that were given an A on the top tier, uh, pretty common. Chick-fil-A, McDonald's, Wendy's, Five Guys, Popeye's, Taco Bell, and Domino's. The B tier... Subway, Chipotle, KFC, Dairy Queen, Pizza Hut, IHOP, Burger King, Panda Express, Papa John's, Little Caesar, Sonic. C was Panera Bread, Arby's, In-N-Out, Denny's, Carl's Jr., Jersey Mike's. The D, Waffle House, Shake Shack, Jack in the Box, and White Castle. And way down low, uh, the F tier was A&W, Sparrow, Quiznos, Del Taco, Long John Silver, and Wawa. Unhealthiest things in your freezer. Frozen pot pies, corn dogs, frozen french fries, sweet and sour chicken, and TV dinners. 
And finally, National Cereal Day, the best cereal to eat without milk. Uh, Fruit Loops was on the top of the list. Cocoa Puffs, Fruity Pebbles, Cocoa Pebbles, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. That's my man. Boom! Your foodie roundup. From the farthest North Rock station in the world, it's the Crapper Creek Podcast. Okay, I won't lie to you, uh, working in broadcasting. You know, there's a lot of talk about the uh, changing things to the four-day work week or shorter work days or something like that. Well, I'm telling you now, here in radio, we've been doing that forever. It's not really a four-day work week. It's just kind of a loose kind of thing. So, <laughs> I mean, as long as I'm in here to do the show in the morning, the rest of the day is like, eh, whatever. Whatever we get done, we'll just see what we can do. We'll just go from there. It's so, it's pretty lax, I think. And I don't like to rub that in because I know a lot of you have, you're two minutes late. But nowadays, just getting anybody to show up. Just work. Just show up. That's all. You don't even have to be good anymore. Just People just want somebody that'll show up. It's sad that that's where we are, just getting people to show up to work. But the push to make the four-day work week the standard has really picked up steam. It's picking up more steam. I mean, if they worked at it five days a week instead of just four. <laughs> the world's largest four-day work week pilot program is wrapped up. It took uh, place over six months in the UK, but it involved researchers from around the globe, including Boston College, Cambridge University. 61 companies participated with nearly 3,000 employees, but companies could choose how they structured it, like give an extra day off per week or reducing their working days in a year to average out to 32 hours per week. So it wasn't even 40 hours crammed into four days. The only uh, requirement was that they could not cut salaries or benefits. The workers would get 100% of their pay, and in exchange, they delivered 100% of their usual work. In the end, it was a resounding success for employees and employers. And it wasn't just about less working hours for the same money. 15% of employees who participated say no amount of money could convince them to go back to working five days a week. Workers reported a lot of benefits, including better sleep, stress levels, personal lives, mental health. They spent more time with their kids, families, household duties, friends. Companies reported their revenue stayed broadly the same during the six-month trial, but went up 35% on average when compared with a similar period from previous years. They also dealt with less turnover, fewer sick days, less burnout, and were happy with employees' performance. Of the 61 companies, 56 or 92% say they were continuing the four-day work week, even though the trial is over. And 18 of them said they've already made the four-day shift permanent anyway. So that leaves five companies, two of them going to continue the experiment, only three of all of them, or 5% said they were done with it and we're going to return to five days. Wow. So if you're running a, a business, I think it's time I think it's time we look at this. Of course, you can't make it a federal thing because Congress will never, they will take decades to figure this out. They're still, we, we still can't get rid of, uh, you know, time change. But there's other things we can get rid of at work, too, besides if they're working on it. How about we just put everything on the table? How about we get rid of, I don't know, drug testing. I'm just saying. Wasting the only coffee pot to make decaf. 
How about we get rid of pr- the pressure to write anything other than happy birthday and co-workers cards? We don't write that here. We write one thing at the radio station when the birthday card gets passed around, and it's go F yourself. How about we eliminate paper jams? I'd be good with that. Pen clicking during meetings or action figure displays in cubicles. <laughs> Time to get educated as we talk science. Time for some nerd news. Let's hit hit you with the latest in science news, shall we? Here's your latest. uh, Astronomers may have finally figured out where dark energy comes from. Under the couch cushions. Now, researchers at the University of Hawaii think black holes are creating it. Dark energy and dark matter make up about 95% of everything in the universe. Ordinary matter, or the stuff you can see, only makes up 5%. In Terminator news, you know, we're getting closer to this. It's not good, right? Well, now a team in Hong Kong made a Lego-sized robot. Size of a Lego. Very small. It can turn into a liquid, then back into a solid, like the T-1000 from... So we've skipped Terminator, and we're jumping right to Terminator 2. They did it by infusing it with magnetic particles. There's a video of it melting and uh, passing through a tiny jail cell door and then re-solidifying. Oh, nothing good can come from this. <laughs> Meanwhile, study out of Australia found snakes can hear you scream. Well, yeah, especially Australian snakes because they can all kill you. <laughs> uh... Now, apparently we thought their weird internal ears might only feel vibrations from the ground, but it turns out they can uh, detect sound waves in the air as well. So basically, snakes can hear is what they're saying. I don't think the screaming, the squealing. I see a snake. I'm going to squeal like a little girl. I won't lie to you. But now I know the snake will hear me. Uh, Team at Rutgers created a new type of low-fat chocolate that can be made using a 3D printer. (laughs) Like something out of Willy Wonka. And finally, did we evolve to have hair on our heads to keep us cool? You'd think, well, keep us warm, right? No. That's what a new study argues. Researchers found it keeps our scalp cool by protecting us from the sun. They say curlier hair works better because it's not as matted and it creates more of a uh, layer between your head and the... Right. Or you could just go total douche and wear your baseball cap backwards. I am not here to judge. Okay, uh, just to make your life feel a little better and make you feel a little bit better about it, it's time for F My Life. Fuck my life. (laughs) Let's start with our first one. Today I want to bet. Then I had to go to the hospital to get a harmonica removed from my mouth. Fuck my life. (laughs) Today, while cuddling in bed, I tried to tell my girlfriend she was cute. It came out as, I wish you were cuter. Fuck my life. (laughs) Today, I was pondering the meaning of life. Why am I here? Why anyone is here? Why go on? And whether it's all worth it. Then it hit me. Oh, not the meaning of life. The football in the head. I wasn't paying attention. Fuck my life. (laughs) Today my boyfriend broke up with me because his wife found out about me. And by extension, I found out about his wife. 
Fuck my life. <laughs> I was playing with my dog. His bouncy ball rolled under the couch and I got on my hands and knees to get it. And he decided it'd be a good time to mount up. Fuck my life. <laughs> I realized my fiance is more invested in getting his lingerie and tattoo clad friend on the cover of Inked Magazine than helping plan our wedding. Fuck my life. <laughs> Today I actually had to tell my boyfriend to please stop measuring his equipment during our conversation. Fuck my life. <laughs> Today I witnessed a drunk woman going on a manic unhinged rant about her private area. Probably would have been more funny if she didn't happen to be my blind date at the time. Worst part is that we were at my favorite restaurant, and I can probably never show my face there again. Fuck my life. <laughs> so go on with your life. See, it ain't so bad. <laughs> Shower thoughts with glitter. Cell phones have completely ruined walkie-talkies for kids. From the farthest North Rock station in the world, it's the Crapper Creek Podcast. All right, well, Valentine's Day is over. And ladies, if you didn't get this gift, boy, did you dodge a bullet. I don't know if this sounds sexy or just painful, maybe, and maybe a little gross. Uh, jean short thongs for women are a thing. They're on social media right now. Chinese website called Shein.com is selling them as low-rise booty denim shorts. They're actually, uh, they've actually been, uh, you know, on the scene since at least last summer, but they're a hit on social media right now. Most people are talking about how uncomfortable they must be. I mean, thongs alone. Maria doesn't, I don't know if it's TMI. She does not wear, no. She says, no, it's uh, riding it up there. No, not comfy. Now, a lot of ladies love wearing thongs. You know, we've all seen the whale tail. We know who you are. But these are mostly denim but not full denim. They've got some fabric mixed in, so it sounds like they're a little stretchy to really help get the back part wedged in there just right. They come in four different uh, washes and in sizes four through 14. Oh, 14, hello. Some of those are sold out right now. Yeah, people are buying them. Sounds like something you'd want want to wear or give to someone as a joke. They're only $12.50 a pair, so it's not like they're some high-class designer thing, but they do not look. But, you know, women will do many things that are totally uncomfortable to look sexy, and I am all for it. I mean, from push-up bras to high heels to, I mean, the stuff you ladies wear, it's, it's working is what I'm saying. The effect you want, it's working. It may be uncomfortable for you, but I'm just saying, um, if you're wondering if it's worth it, yes. For those of us, we do, yes. But there's a lot of things that are probably more painful than sexy, right? When you come right down to it, like joining the Mile High Club. Ouch. You're just going to hurt your back. There's nothing sexy about it. Reciting a love poem. Stop it. And really, any article of clothing that requires you to ask another person, zip me up, you know, unless it's some kind of gimp mask. Axe body spray, way more painful than sexy. A couple's waxing. What? Feeding each other spaghetti on a dinner date. Stop. What do you think, our lady in the tramp? Any shoe with a heel sharp enough to double as like a trash picker? 
Ladies, you don't have to do that. Or growling when you're turned on, that's just for... Or really, something more painful than sexy. How about marriage? <laughs> I mean, for some. Not me. Mine's beautiful and soft and kissable. God, I hope she's not listening. <laughs> well, getting ready for the weekend. You got big plans going out? Maybe you got a date or something? I don't know. People, see, I don't know anything about the dating scene nowadays, man. I'm so out of it. I don't know what you folks do. I know there's a thousand dating apps that I have no clue how to use or what. I don't know anything about them. I know it's like a swiping left or right or some are just for hookups. Some are for like dating farmers and people who like sheep. I don't know. I'm not here to judge. But it can be difficult dating. I mean, I kind of remember... A team at the University in Cincinnati is working on an app that uses AI to tell if your date is going well or not. It monitors things like heart rate, breathing, how much you're sweating. By the way, the techie term for that is psychological synchrony. If you're engaged in conversation, if the other person finds you boring, uh, they're still working on it. They say it's only about 75% accurate, but they say it could be, for example, have some great uses, like providing real-time feedback for teachers, therapists, even... Uh, for dealing with people on the spectrum who have a hard time socializing. Well, why didn't they open with that? No, we're going to try. Yeah, all these great applications you can be using this for. No, let's use it on dates. Let's see if we can get people laid. Sure, we can help uh, teachers and therapists, people on the spectrum. But let's go to the people that are trying to get some action first. Let's go to the morons that can't tell if their date's going well. Because they need a watcher kind of thing to figure out. I mean, you kind of know when your date's not going well, right? Do you really? Has Is there anybody, anyone listening to me that's ever been on a first date or a date of some kind and went home going, gee, I don't, I wish it, I knew if that went well, only if I had some kind of wearing device that would tell me how I should feel. I mean, if you go on the date and the guy go, don't be alarmed, it's a therapy monkey. Well, that's probably a sign it's a bad date. Oh, I'm not looking for a spouse. I already have one of those. Wait, what? Play your cards right. You might join me back in my parents' basement. You don't need a watch for that one. Mmm, this food is so much better than in prison. <laughs> Let me pay for dinner uh, before the owner of this credit card realizes it's stolen. Want to see my third nipple? Bad date. You don't need a device to tell you that. Get in the trunk. What? Mind if I pull over? I can't. I can't drive past roadkill without checking for meat. Or if it's like, ha, I'm Bill Cosby. All right. Whew. Like you need a some kind of monitor for that we are just here to help you folks make your life a little easier especially when it's the holidays and a lot of you are going to be traveling so what are your biggest airline pet peeves they came out with a poll strangers who force you into small talk on the plane yeah but uh, i tell you what that's not the worst person you can still sit next to the poll found 74% of us would rather deal with a nonstop talker than somebody who smells bad. Yep. Nonstop talker. I put on my Bose headphones, put on my face mask so they can't see me. Boom. I'm good. Or uh, somebody who asks you to switch seats with them. I hate that. 
people who crowd the gate before it's time to board, or people who stand on moving walkways so you can't get by them, people uh, when people are rude at airport staff and flight attendants, I hate that too, line cutting, or when the person behind you kicks your seat, that's number one. Usually it's a kid, but not always, the kicking of the seat. The other one I hate is when you land and people in the back of the plane get up and try to get up front. Instead of letting everybody deboard the plane properly, like the aisle in front of you, there's always a people have to get right up and get in front. And I purposely take as long as I can because of that guy all the time. But I think the talker next to you, it's a real pain in the ass on a flight. It can be. Ugh. But we have ways to avoid that. Are you tired of the person talking next to you? Well, hold on. Educational moment. Ways to get that chatterbox next to you on the plane to shut the hell up. Number one, pat your carry-on and say, shh, you might wake my therapy, tarantula. Or simply put your finger on their lips, gaze deep into their eyes and say, shh, let's cut to the chase and make sweet love in the lavatory. Or just say, one moment, please, my IBS is acting up. Pause, then moan in relief. Make sure to ask them to talk louder so that you can hear them over the ticking clock that's under your shirt taped to your chest. Simply point at the vent and whisper, Shh, the CIA is listening. They continue to blab. Ask them to repeat what they're saying in a French accent. Then immediately begin to rub your nipples. Tell them, excuse me, I have to take a quick call and then answer your shoe. That'll shut them up. Clutch your heart. Roll your head back with your tongue hanging out. And hold that for the rest of the flight. Or finally, just wear a mesh black mask over your face. Tell everybody who talks to you that you're Kanye. We hope these will make your flight a little bit more enjoyable. Good times once again, boys and girls. Good times. From the cabin at Crapper Creek, remember, Google search live from Crapper Creek, Alaska. You'll find the Facebook page, the Twitter page. Our uh, YouTube page, the Crapper Creek General Store, more podcasts. Make sure to leave a comment, like us, share us with others. Would you? Let's spread the love a little bit. Coming up next week, we're going to talk about National Serial Day. Legendary rocker Carmine Apiece will join us. We'll look at jobs for robots, avoiding your children, chores we all put off, weight loss for fat asses, and signs your kid was eating pot brownies. That's next week from the cabin of Crapper Creek. We'll see you. You've been listening to Live from Crapper Creek, the podcast with Glenner, produced by Mike Cook. For the full morning show, log on to the live stream at xrock959.com. This has been a Glenn Entertainment production.